0: Reno's Rock Station, it's Rock 104.5. That's new music from the Foo Fighters. The sky is a neighborhood. And on the phone with me now is Jeremy Spencer from Five Finger Death Punch. Hi. Hi, Jeremy. This is Molly in Reno, Nevada at Rock 104.5. Thanks for talking with us today. Of course. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Today's release day. This is the seventh (laughs) studio album for you guys, yeah? Yeah, it's a lot. That's that's
1: crazy to think we have seven records already. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Uh, the
0: Greatest Hits compilation album, like how that feels to be a band not only releasing your seventh studio album, but you got a Greatest Hits package, too. It
1: is cool. Uh, It was, you know, peculiar timing, I think, from (laughs) the record label decided to put that out, but uh, you know, they, they decided to, and it's cool, but it is, it's is—it's cool to see a collection of songs that could be considered a greatest hits package. I think that's pretty cool.
0: And it's called A Decade of Destruction, so that means you guys have been doing this for longer than a decade. It's crazy, yeah. It's, this is year 13,
1: so this has uh, been a big part of my life, no doubt about it. It's really strange to think how fast it's gone, but its we're still plowing forward, and it's an album's out today with it's like number one in over 20 countries already, so it's pretty, pretty cool.
0: That's fantastic, and you're getting streamed all over the place, too. I was reading some of the information about how many views. It's like in the millions of streaming views as well. Mm -hmm. Those numbers are hard to comprehend.
1: It it really is. I mean, things are so different today in the business, um, but you just kind of have to adapt and, and grow with the times and nobody buys records. It's all about streaming now, and I don't even think Best Buy sells them anymore. I
0: don't, so. yeah, I was uh, wondering if Best Buy still exists, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. They're all going out. Yeah,
1: I, it's, it's crazy, man. There's no place to buy physical CDs. I, I'm not even for sure how much longer they'll be available. I think CDs are probably going to be gone within a year or two.
0: See, I'm going to miss that, though. I like going to a record store and putting my hands on something or getting that cellophane wrapper off of the new CD. I, uh, that, there's something about it. For
1: sure, you know, I mean, you can still buy vinyl. That's kind of made a resurgence, but uh, CDs, they're, they're going bye-bye.
0: Well, everything's <laughs> cyclical, right? so it'll all come back like you just said vinyl is back too let's talk about the title though and justice for none is that a that's a pretty strong title where does that come from
1: well we were in a big lawsuit with our record label um, it was expensive time consuming and at the end all it did was really delay the re- release of the record we were like justice was done for no one <laughs> that's kind of how we felt it's so a strong title it seemed, appropriate to, uh, it, it seemed to work for a title
0: and it's been no secret you guys have been pretty open about the legal battles and also about some of Ivan's struggles personally what he's been going on uh, going through how has that influenced the lyrics and the writing on this album?
1: Well, I mean, he always writes about what he's feeling at the time. A lot of it was written before we even got into the the legal battle, so I don't know how much it really affected it. But, you know, when Ivan's angry, you're going to feel it and (laughs) you'll know about it. He definitely doesn't hold back. (laughs) You can feel some of that on the record, for sure, from some of the personal stuff he was going through.
0: What an amazing thing to have such a safe space to release that and share it with other people who might be feeling the same way in their own personal lives. I mean, that's kind of the point. Absolutely.
1: And a lot of people relate to it. So I think that's why we have a, a large fan base they can relate to, Ivan. And, and what he's going through because it's similar to some of the struggles they have.
0: It's honest. Now, do you guys write together or does Ivan write on his own and then bring you stuff? Is there like table? You sit around table and like write write stuff out or it's like, here, this is what I got. What do you think?
1: No, it usually starts with a musical piece, an idea that we'll, you know, work on together. One guy will have something and we start just kind of molding it. And then Ivan's usually the last to solve the puzzle with his lyric. He has a pretty tough job because he has to come up with 12 or 13 unique stories <laughs> different than just coming up with a riff or a, a cool beat or groove or whatever whatever, so it's tough for him, but we try to pitch in whenever we can, whenever he's stuck on something or whatever, Mm -hmm. but he usually does a pretty great job, in my opinion.
0: Seven albums later, it's obviously working. Your puzzle pieces are fitting together fine.
1: For sure, you know, it doesn't get easier, man. The seven records, that's a lot of stuff that you have to come up with, but it's what we do, it's what we signed up for, and we're fans of making music and touring and playing arenas. It's it's really great. Should be no reason to complain, even though we do.
0: Well, yeah, and luckily life keeps happening, too, so there's always something new to write about. Absolutely, yeah, there's something every day. I would imagine we're covered on material then. <laughs> well, speaking of covers, I was going to ask you, there are two covers on this new album. We've been playing the Offspring cover quite a bit. People are really into that one, but I noticed there's a Kenny Wayne Shepherd cover on here as well.
1: Yeah, that was uh, Ivan's idea as well. He usually uh, brings something to the table that he's excited to sing so we pay attention to it because that's usually me. Means it's in a sweet spot, and uh, you know, we were like, okay, well, we have to figure out how to make it a death punch sounding song, yeah, <laughs> definitely not a death
0: no, song. taking some southern rock that like that. and putting a metal spin on it that's a challenge, it really
1: is. But to me, it turned out cool, and it's probably one of my favorite tracks on the album. It's
0: fun, and the two covers are so opposite from each other, too. For you to do both of those shows off what you guys can do, it's really cool, yeah, you know, it's
1: fun, to- it's. Cool to make up your own songs. I mean, that's what we got in. That's why we make music. We love to create, but at the same time, to, to take somebody else's work and see what you can do with it—that's that, a challenge and it's fun and it keeps us kind of stimulated. And <laughs> it was cool for the fans to see how it turned out too. You know, we never wanted to try to make it sound just the same because there's no point. You'll never do it as good, and people <laughs> were, are already so used to it a certain way that it makes no sense. So let's just try to make it sound like what we sound like and, and do our version of it. And uh, let's
0: talk about the tour because you kick off in July, yeah, in Seattle. That's the beginning.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're right. That's when it is. And it's a huge <laughs> tour, man. Breaking Benjamin, nothing more, Bad Wolves, Exciting nights. Lots of radio presence, lots of strong songs. Uh, it's one of the stronger packages of the summer, in my opinion. So we're, we're fortunate that it lined up where everyone was available. And uh, we're excited to get rolling on that. Right now, we're finishing up a couple dates here with Shine Down, And then we're going to take a brief break and then come back out for that big summer tour.
0: Yeah, I got to talk to Brent Smith from Shinedown a couple weeks ago. And he mentioned you guys. We're, he was excited about doing this with you. So that's cool. You guys get to hang out with a lot of your friends on the road. For
1: sure. And we toured with Shinedown before and it was successful. We seem to fit real well together. Their fans seem to come around and dig our stuff and vice versa. It's always been a fun time with those guys. They're really nice guys too. So it makes it pretty easy.
0: Have you toured with the other people on the lineup as well or some of these new collaborations?
1: We've done shows at festivals with them but mm-hmm. not proper tours. The summer tour, we've never toured with Breaking Benjamin but we've done festival shows obviously. We've toured with nothing more. Bad Wolves is on this one so this will, that will be the second tour with them as well. So we're excited, man. It's a full year of touring. <laughs> it's all about uh, the hit the road
0: now you guys are based out of vegas now though yeah everybody lives in vegas
1: yeah we all live there now uh ivan was in denver but he just recently moved back to vegas so we're all there so you're
0: going to be in boise mountain view and irvine in july for our listeners that's uh some of the closest locations for our listeners they are definitely fans of yours awesome thank you jeremy spencer drummer from five finger death punch for calling me molly at rock 104.5 here in reno thanks jeremy well
1: cool, thank you i appreciate it oh
0: yeah congratulations on the new album and have a fantastic tour have a good day bye-bye Big thanks again to Jeremy Spencer, the drummer from Five Finger Death Punch. The new album and Justice for None is out today. Let's take a quick break and then on the way music wise, we got Faith No More, Pink Floyd and Pearl Jam on Rock 104.5.